Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening, and welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew that you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And this week's question is, how do we solve a problem like a Yoda? <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> mm, knew it was coming, you did. <laughs> Be prepared, folks, because that's what this episode's going to be. It's going to be mostly that. <laughs> mostly that. All right, so uh, before into the episode we get business we must discuss, um, <laughs> folks, if enjoy this podcast, you did. Oh um, God, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, the whole you can. Episode. No, I'm I, like. I'm saying. I physically can't sustain it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, if uh, you have rolled your eyes or cringed or laughed at anything we've said so far, um, we would really, really appreciate your support in one of various ways. The first way you can support us is the simplest and the easiest. You can interact with the pod on social media. We are on most social media at SITV Pod. We are uh, we have our link tree in the description of this episode and every other. And we would appreciate a like, a comment, a rating, a review, a follow, a subscribe, a share, a report, a anything. <laughs> Uh, just tap your touch screen, move some electrons around, send some bits and packets over Wi-Fi, and feed the algorithm. All hail the algorithm. The algorithm helps get us in front of more people. Uh, it helps people discover the podcast. The second best way to help the pod is to share it with someone in your life that you think would like it. If you have a friend, a foe, an ally, an enemy, a parent, a child, a sibling, a relative, a coworker, a teammate, anybody like that in your life that you think would get a kick out of the pod, please share it with them. Um, word of mouth is one of the best ways that we grow. It's the way that we've seen listenership grow the most. And it yep. really, really makes our day when people who we never thought would listen are like, hey, love the pod. I'm like, wow, I hope you're doing well. Haven't heard from you in years. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, I mean, I've had that interaction several times with people that I never yeah. would have expected to listen. And it, it's so much fun every time. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Felt like a minor celebrity at the Halloween murder mystery because everyone <laughs> was talking about the pod. And I'm I like, know. wow, you people are super cool. And podcast also, like, Mike, as it I was, was known, as it is known. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was super cool. Like, I, I felt the love. It really, really was a great experience. Um, and a third way there is if support the podcast you wish to uh, about the Patreon, tell them, Cody. Uh, I cannot muster that, so I'm just going to speak non-Yoda English. Uh, we have a Patreon. It is uh, patreon.com slash SITV. Uh, you can head over there. There's also uh, it links in the link tree uh, that's in the show notes, so you can kind of find it that way if you prefer. Uh, we have one tier over there. It's $5 a month. That 5 bucks a month gets you uh, some Discord roles and a more direct line to speaking to Mike and myself, but most importantly, it gets you a bonus episode every week. Bonus episodes come out on Friday, and they're at least a half hour long. Uh, and we talk about all kinds of stuff over there. Basically, anything that's kind of tickling our fancy at the time where we do little lore dumps or uh, just kind of Mike and I hanging out and talking. Um, we were having lots of conversations and just decided that, uh, you know, we were going to record some of them and put them out for you guys. And uh, it's a lot of fun over there. It's a lot more casual. We don't really structure it around a question like we do on the major episodes. We just kind of talk about the things that we enjoy. Yep. Um, and things that other folks have asked us about, or, you know, yeah. someone says, Hey, I want to know more about man thing from Marvel. Let's talk about it. Or we, d we done did it. Yep. So for all your man thing needs, there's a Patreon <laughs> episode. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, we we do a lot of stuff when uh, like when new things are coming out, we'll do a little bit of like background on some of the characters and stuff um, and just kind of get ready for new stuff that's coming out. Uh, I, I kind of want to do one on the new D&D &D book 
uh, the Dragonlance book. That's Dragonlance fun. would be very fun. I would enjoy that immensely. It'd so it'd be very fun. I've, I kind of want to do one. Uh, I've been thinking about who's going to be the bad guy in Namor. Oh, uh, hell yeah. In, in the new, uh, black Panther that's coming out soon. I thought that'd be a pretty fun one. <laughs> every, every time I hear Namor, I just think of fucking, uh, Mr. Nimbus from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's very not similar, but I mean, it's definitely, uh, isn't Namor just bad Aquaman though? Um, I think actually, so you're, you've picked, now you've just started a whole thing, uh, but <laughs> I'm an Aquaman stan. And so, um, I actually think Namor is probably on a power scale, a little bit stronger than Aquaman. Okay. So um, he's like a three to Aquaman's two. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> I would say it's like, a, I don't know. I like Aquaman and Hell you'll yeah. never convince me otherwise. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing with you liking Aquaman. I'm just saying that like, I'm pretty sure that Namor is just evil Aquaman. <laughs> anyway. But these are the things that you can listen to on the Patreon. Uh, if you go subscribe Correct. for five bucks a month, uh, you can uh, access the whole back catalog. There are 49 episodes as of this recording. Uh, so almost a, a year's worth of bonus episodes that you will have full access to uh, with your first month's pledge uh, and becoming a patron. So lots to check out over there. Uh, if you head over, you can listen to the first episode for free, all that good stuff. Uh, so go check it out. And thank you to all of our patrons. You make this podcast possible. Uh, we are looking at doing things like, you know, upgrading recording equipment or, you know, maybe mm -hmm. taking trips to, you know, Boise Fringe or whatever. Like, you know, the, the money is used in, in ways to directly help the pod. We don't. That's just like, absolutely right. We don't just blow it all on beer. Um. <laughs> well, and it's it also helps with the hosting fees and things like that. So oh, yeah, we no, are, it, it definitely covers the hosting fees. We are very fortunate to uh, to have you patrons out there. And, uh, you know, it, it really helps the show continue to exist. So uh, I couldn't do it without you guys. Yep. But the business back to it, we will get. <laughs> How uh, do we solve Yoda. a problem like a Yoda? That's a bit. This is a big problem. Oh, well, it's a small problem, but it's well, a big problem. <laughs> big problem. Right. Uh, so for those of you that are new to the pod, uh, how do we solve a problem like uh, is a recurring segment that we do episodes uh, in in sort of the, the universe of where we put ourselves in the shoes of villains just in general. You know, we're not mm -hmm. saying like when we did Sonic, we weren't Eggman, mm -hmm. you know, right. or what have you. Or when we did Spider-Man, we weren't the rogues gallery or the villains, the Sinister Six. But we mm -hmm. are Mike and Cody with, you know, more or less unlimited villain resources. <laughs> <laughs> and we try to solve the problem of this hero or protagonist right. in the most efficient sense-making way or sometimes the cash cab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the cash cab or poison chili dogs, you yep. know, you, we you never come know. up with anything. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we are trying to solve the problem of Yoda because Yoda is pretty powerful as a hero. Um, Definitely. Have you given any thought to this one, Cody? Because you hit me with this out of the blue, which usually means you have ideas. I don't have a ton of ideas, but I guess where I was kind of thinking about this is, you know, Yoda is a unique challenge. Most of our uh, how do we solve a problem like us so far have been like speedsters. Yes. Um, uh, lots of fast moving people um, or like superheroes to an extent uh, with Spider-Man. But like generally people who are hard to pin down have been our lane. Uh, yep. And this one is, I guess, in a little bit of a similar lane if you look at Attack of the Clones. Um, but <sighs> fuck, don't uh, make the little guy drop the stick, man. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, you know, Yoda is especially in the prequels out in the open a lot. And so, you know, this isn't someone who I think we have to necessarily like trap somewhere in order to deal with them uh, like the other ones that we have. But like, I think it poses an interesting challenge in that Yoda is extremely powerful and kind of a de facto leader of a troop of extremely powerful people as well. 
Right, because all right, so we, are we going there? Are we saying that like if you're dealing with Yoda, you're dealing with like at least the Jedi Council, if not the Jedi Order as well? Yeah, I mean, I think Yoda. Look, we have almost unlimited power in this universe when we talk about these, and I so I have to assume. <laughs> I have to assume that Yoda also has full access to Yoda's abilities and resources. Okay, okay. so. And we're saying like, like we did with, uh, with Sonic and mm-hmm. with Spider-Man, we're talking like peak prime Yoda here. Yeah. I'm, I'm envisioning like probably Clone Wars Yoda is sure roughly when we're going to have to do this. Cause I also, I think for the purpose of this episode, we have to assume that we're not going to be able to find him on, on Dagobah. Oh, like, hell no. Once he goes into exile, we're screwed. Like, because Look, I mean, the whole empire can't find him, so right. we're not going to be able to find him. But we know he's there, unless maybe so, we can find a way to find him. What we need yeah. to do is get four carnivorous hippos. Fucking them, love this. Let them loose on Dagobah. <laughs> we have to starve them first, right? <laughs> you want no? That's how we make Yoda more powerful because you know he <laughs> takes control of that situation. It'd be so, like a. A fucked up little green Santa with a sleigh pulled by carnivore hippos. I don't even know if the hippos are going to do well. Because, I mean, you know, we get Yo- I was going to say Yoda's it, in the swamp. Like, he loves a swamp. Mm-hmm. Like, much like a Shrek. Mm, loves my a swamp. swamp this is. I, uh, <laughs> my um, good boulder, this is. <laughs> okay, so this just got a lot more complicated if we have to deal with the entire jedi order however order 66 is a thing in universe and that neutralizes a good chunk of the jedi order i never understood and maybe you can explain this as having you know a bit of the expanded universe knowledge that you do sure i i don't understand why like three troopers were all they sent to deal with yoda well uh, I don't know what the actual in-universe canon explanation is, but imagine imagine that order comes through, right? And Yoda doesn't hear it, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you, and, you and me are clones with our helmets on, right? And we're hanging out by Yoda in the command center. And all of a sudden over the intercom, you know, galaxy-wide, we hear execute order 66. Mm-hmm. And you and I are standing there behind the guy who is in charge of the Jedi order. And maybe we haven't seen him fight. But we've seen other Jedi fight, and we know how yep. badass they are. And so whatever this guy can do has gotten him to the top of the fucking heap of Jedi. I'm looking at you, and I'm saying over our little intercom, like, I'm not fucking doing it. You do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's fair. But, like, isn't the answer, like, 100 troopers in a room with Yoda? Like, I don't even I don't think know. that would do it, man. Like, I mean, all Yoda has to do, like, you saw him in the movie. He just shrugs kind of fast and slams yeah. them up against the wall like or or he does that to the royal guards and when he's going yeah, to when confront he's... palpatine yeah yeah but yeah that's in revenge of the sith right he has so much power like and almost foresight which is going to be real difficult to deal with also you hit on the second part that makes you like really tough that's to deal with. that's what saves him in order 66 right is he yep. kind of senses that something something's coming Jedi have a danger sense, uh, limited pre-cog, sense. if you will. It's very similar to Spidey sense. Um, they get kind of a hint or an inkling in the force, and they know to throw themselves out of the way type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to make it real hard to get the drop on them. So I think we take guns out of it. Guns <sighs> are just not, blasters are not the answer, I don't think. No, no. You, you can't roll up on Yoda and... Uh, and it, get him with a drive-by. That ain't going to nope. happen. Nope. However, Order 66 and Anakin Skywalker's betrayal of the Jedi mm-hmm. show Yoda's, and to a lesser extent, the Jedi Order's blind spot. If you can get into their inner circle, if Yoda trusts you, you can catch him by surprise. See, I like this. And I, I think... I think when I was like 
for the limited time I was thinking about this before we started this episode, I think Anakin is our is the answer. Well, or an Anakin like we have to pull an Anakin is what we got to yes. do. Right. We got to get we got to get in first. This is a, now a spy movie. Right. So. We got to find a way to get into the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. And the answer to that is. The Jedi did employ various, uh, you know, essentially like the Jedi version of squibs. OK, mm-hmm. like if you couldn't hack it as a Padawan. You, you ended up being like a cook or a janitor at the Jedi Temple, right? So you'd be like low level force sensitive, but like not. Not a Jedi, not, not good, good enough, enough to make a. Yeah, you yep. couldn't be a Padawan, you know, like maybe you could make a glass move across a table type shit, but you weren't you weren't going to be swinging a lightsaber or leaping from tall buildings. Yeah, that that like decoy blaster thing when you're blindfolded just continually shoots you. Yep. And so. Like you're just like, a, I don't know. It's out here. Why yep. are we doing this? This is so hard. Yep. <laughs> and all the other like, you know, you've like failed third grade of Jedi Dome like four mm-hmm. times and all you're, you're stuck held back and you still get zapped by the little remote every time and you can't see it. And you're like, if I could just take the fucking blindfold off and they're like, Yoda's like, mm, course language, you should not yet know. And you're like Yoda, I'm like, I'm fucking 15. I'm in third <laughs> grade still, man. <laughs> Mm, held back again you are (laughs) more training you require yeah you've told me that for like eight years (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah like there's a there's a series uh about obi-wan as a padawan when you Mm -hmm. know his adventures with qui-gon and the first book is about him almost aging out of the padawan program and like No one had picked him yet. He was like last pick on the playground. And because Qui-Gon didn't want to take on another Padawan because his last one had kind of fallen to the dark side. But uh, he eventually got pressured into it and he picked Obi-Wan kind of against his better judgment. And Obi-Wan ended up being an all-star. But it's from Obi-Wan's perspective. And he's like, oh, shoot, I'm going to flunk out. They're going to send me to the service corps or the survey corps. And I'm going to either end up here as a janitor or a cook, or I'm going to be on some backwater farming Strange planet. planet. Yep. Yeah. Backwater farming planet as like a farm administrator. Like, you know, I, I care about life and I respect life in the galaxy and everything. And that's why, you know, I would go on to have like a solid career, but I just want to be a Jedi man, but I can't get picked to be someone's apprentice. Mm-hmm. So all we got to do is, somehow stumble into the Jedi temple as like older force sensitives, like, Oh yeah. You know, you, we, we probably can't train you. And then, Oh, you made an exception for Anakin. And all we got to do is flunk out of Jedi school. I've got a great idea. Okay. So we need to in, in this vein, yeah, we infiltrate the low levels of the Jedi temple. Okay. And we basically, the goal is janitorial. We're gonna oh, hell yeah. we're gonna clean the temple. Okay. Yep. That's the goal. So okay. we I feel like that's achievable, right? Like most likely, we, yeah. We suck at this, but hey, we'll clean out the meeting room before yep. it's gonna we'll, happen. We'll, we'll sweep right? the dorms, we'll clean the meeting room, we'll clean the cafeteria, clean the hangar, you know. Yep. Okay. And then now I've got and now I've got them. We're in. We've got yep. we can get in the room, and Yoda's not even gonna be in the room. So Great. easy. So we go to that circle. The, where the, the Jedi Council Chamber. Yep. We're cleaning it up, whatever. The, yep. And we now have access to the weirdest little chair that Yoda sits in always. Now, hold on, huh, hold on, hold on. As we're as we're cleaning, like, are we not going around and sitting in every one of these chairs to see which one is the comfiest? Oh yeah, we're Goldilocksing the chairs, definitely. We are one hundred percent. And yeah, this one's too hard, too and, soft. Mace Just Windu right. walks in like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Mace, this chair is terrible. It's got no lumbar support. Uh, so you really, you really should consider like a, a, a softer chair. I mean, I wasn't aware that was an option. See? Oh, yeah. No, who's your chair guy? We got a chair guy. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. So now we've got clearance, f- Clarence for the chairs. Yep. And so I I mean just shooting off the hip here we install rocket boosters on Yoda's chair we reinforce the ceiling and we splat them 
Just like we wait until we know there's a <laughs> council happening and that Yoda's in the room. And, you know, we wait half an hour, whatever. And then we just set off the rocket chair. <laughs> Remote set off the rocket chair. Splat Yoda. I'm just imagining like a very, a, a very solemn council meeting. Like it's in the middle of the Clone Wars. Like they're giving war reports. And then just like in the middle of someone else's report, just <laughs> room fills with smoke. Boosters just go off right into the ceiling. Holy fuck. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> you paste it on the ceiling. Oh, and it's the so chair, like, like the rockets burn for longer than it takes. So it's like holding him <laughs> it's up just, there. <laughs> it's just like pinned against the ceiling for like a minute and a half. And everyone's Perfect. like, fucking Ewan McGregor is like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is looking at their chair like, is mine going to do that? (laughs) Yeah, I've basically taken, like, the airbag chair approach from, uh, like, the Jackass movies. (laughs) Like like an emergency ejector seat from a fucking fighter jet. Yeah, we're going to goose him, literally. Like, goose from Top Gun. We're going to ejector seat him into the ceiling. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm crying. (laughs) Seems seems pretty good. I can't. I mean, come on. Oh my god! The only right, basically, like this has become how do we kill Hitler, like, <laughs> but Jedi version. Holy shit! My stomach hurts. I'm a big fan of rocket chair. <laughs> we just like strap a warp drive onto it. Hang on. <laughs> I mean, this is right in line with like hedgehog lightsaber armor for ideas. It's perfect. There's no Hang flaws. <laughs> I'm gonna send you this. I'm I'm gonna send you this YouTube clip. It's uh, you, you ever played Lego Star Wars? Yes. All right, everyone. Of course. Everyone who's listening, just Google Lego Yoda death sound, and <laughs> I know one. exactly what this is already. <laughs> and this is what it sounds like when the rocket boosters fire. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's gonna put this MP3 in the description. I will of the episode. The. Uh... The great thing about that is it almost sounds like a TIE fighter flying by. It does. It's. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. <clears throat> okay. Um, that would work, but he might just ignite his lightsaber and cut a hole in the ceiling as he goes up to it, you know. But is, is that going to be enough to get him out? I don't know. Or maybe one of the other Jedi grabs the chair and is able to, like, Slow it down, maybe? I don't know. Maybe they send it out the window, but... I mean, we could even, like, give the detonator or whatever to Anakin and just be like, look, when he's sitting there, I I guess that opens it up for Yoda to sense that the button's going to be pressed, but... Yeah, but he didn't sense that Anakin was going to fall fully to the dark side, though, so Anakin is kind of the blind spot. That's very good. And and actually, Yoda talks about him being the blind spot a bit, right? He does that. He like he senses turbulence or whatever is. Yeah. Clouded. Your future is difficult to see. How about this? And this, this is all probably going to get us on some kind of terrorist watch list. Um, <laughs> I don't think rocket booster chair is going to get us there. We, we, we take the rocket booster chair, the, mm-hmm. the activation signal. And you know how insurgents will use like mobile phones to activate car bombs and shit. Yep. Yep. We, we put it in a younglings game boy and we have them just play it. Here's the contra code kid. Yep. Hey, this is a cheat code. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we don't give it to them <laughs> until we know that Yoda's in the building in a meeting. Very good. And then we have plausible deniability. That's perfect. Yeah. We're, our, we're back in the temple just mm-hmm. doing our thing. We're we're the fucking Krusty Krab janitor fish, like with the headphones Man, that, on. That maybe even clouds the future even more for Yoda because <clears throat> then the kid doesn't even know what he's doing, and so right. like it doesn't. There's no intention there for Yoda to sense. The other well, thing, only our I lo- intention. 
I like where your head's at. Mm -hmm. Droids are notoriously difficult for Jedi to predict. Okay. Because they, they're not living. You can't sense them in the force. You can sense like the electrical currents shifting when they move around, but like remote bombs, uh, droids, non-living things. That's, that's a huge gap in a Jedi's ability. So we give the, we give the button to a gonk droid. Gonk. (laughs) (laughs) We got to learn gonkian first. We got to speak gonkinese. (laughs) Um, I mean, there's a reason that like, uh, there's a reason that like assassin droids and things like that were fairly effective against Jedi if they could catch them unawares because you can't see it coming. They sure. might maybe get a vague hint of danger from the force, but oftentimes they wouldn't because the force didn't apply. Like it's different when you force push a droid than when you force push a living thing, because you have to like reach out and grab hold of it. Like it's an object, you know, sure. You can't mind trick a droid. Uh, you can't like, you can't affect it like you would a living thing. Right. Sure. You can't influence it. So when does Yoda interact with droids? Uh, I mean, a couple times mm-hmm. in Clone Wars, you see it, right? Does he ever interact with R2? Oh, has to, right? Has to. How much money does R2 want? R2's on, R2's, is R2 on Dagobah when Luke shows up? No, Luke brings him there in his X-Wing. Well, right, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what R2. I'm getting at. Right. R2 is with them, right? Yeah, R2 is on Dagobah. So like they interact, but like I'm talking Clone Wars era because that's like when you when you said it's happening. Uh, R2's got to be in the room. I mean, I just can't I can't specifically think of it. I mean, three PO's there, right? He interacts yeah, three, three with three PO a few times. But I dude, three PO would just blab everything. Yeah, that's fair. That's also I because initially, too, hmm. I was thinking Jar Jar might be our our link because of the Senate tie in. Oh no. The Jar Jar is just massively unpredictable. Well, but he's also gullible as shit. Mm-hmm. He's highly unpredictable, volatile even, but gullible as shit. That is true. Has this become, how do we use Jar Jar to kill Yoda? I mean, let's figure it out. We can still come back to rocket chair because rocket I'd- chair is solid. I, I don't care what you say. Rocket chair is so good, especially because Yoda's chair specifically always bothers me in the prequels because it's like a beanbag. It's the most uncomfortable chair. It's like all slouched. He's in Yoda, like the most unathletic position. Chair. I don't think his legs can even reach the ground in that chair. It's like it's, a cup. Yeah, it's like a beanbag. It's. God, what is this? It's like. It looks like an ice cream scooper, kind of. It it's it's an ice cream scoop with like a plush felt inside it. Right. Oh god, there's a YouTube video for most comfy Jedi Council seat, and I kind of want to watch it. I, I have to watch this now. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's egg. It's vaguely like egg shaped. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, I I'm assuming you haven't played Scorn. It's that horror like puzzle game that came out recently. Very H.R. Geiger inspired. Uh, yeah. Yep. I've seen some gameplay of Scorn, but I want nothing to do with Scorn. <laughs> There's a lot of chairs that are exactly like that in Scorn. Are like you playing Scorn? I, I started it. I think I don't. It's not for me. I'm not enjoying it that much, to be it's honest. It's just missed with gore. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It's not it's not very scary, which is I, I kind of was playing it for a horror game. And it's, it's just it's like really not scary. It's torture just torture porn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the puzzles are good. Oh, yeah. say that but god oh rock it's especially because like it the chair like envelops him so he'd have oh. a hard time jumping out of it during the rocket sequence it also seems aerodynamic like it's almost like the cone of a rocket like it's gonna bit. fly straight up like there's <laughs> no chance of it knuckling and deflecting no this thing is made to take off <laughs> <laughs> now now i want oh god now i want a shirt of yoda with like a fighter pilot helmet and his chair like rocketing across the shirt and it just says made to take off <laughs> yoda clear for takeoff mm. clearance do i have 
Could yep. could we even to shore this up a little bit halfway into the episode? Could we even get like a small plate of what is it like electrum or whatever? What's the material that cortosis up is lightsaber proof? Yep, that's the one. Yep. We just get a small like plate of that and put it in the ceiling above it so that he can't lightsaber himself it. out. The problem is cortosis is brittle, so it would probably crack or break. Here's then a, you're just well, kind of shredding Yoda. Is there any possibility that we could get our hands on Yoda's lightsaber without Yoda knowing? Uh, no, because he keeps it on him. You know, he even if we're in the temple, what him. if it's like they ever clean that lightsaber? Most Jedi. I mean, think about Obi-Wan to Anakin and Clone War, or Attack of the Clones. This weapon mm-hmm. is your life. Don't lose it again. I won't, Master. Shoot. He ain't going to... You know he keep the motherfucking thing on him. I was going to say, that makes it real easy. We put the ignition switch in the lightsaber. And then we just, like, burst into the room. <laughs> like, or send some clones in. Yoda would not be the first one to ignite his lightsaber. He's only ignited it a handful of times. Like, why would he have to? He's got 11 council members that are going to throw themselves on that grenade before he has to get involved. What about this? Let's use some baby Yoda inspiration. So we've we've seen that baby Yoda love of frog person egg. Grogu does like committing genocide. (laughs) Yeah, those eggs. It's like kryptonite for whatever a Yoda is. So by the transitive property, Yoda loves a a frog egg yes loves that frog caviar so we get our hands on some of those okay and then all we have to do is find a way to like inject some plastic explosive (laughs) oh my god or like (laughs) disguise some explosive as a frog egg oh my god that's terrible and then we get him from the inside Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is the chili dog approach. <laughs> this is the poison chili dog in the Star Wars. I love Wars how this universe. has Googled. I love how this has Googled, uh, been, has been Googled before. Is Yoda a vegetarian? <laughs> There's no way. He eats that. I mean, Grogu eats the frogs and stuff. Hang on here. Let's see here. Do we ever see Yoda eat? Yeah, he, he eats the fucking rations. In Empire Strikes Back, when uh, when they're on Dagobah, yeah, am I saying that right? Dag- Dagobah. It's Dagobah, right? Yep, it's either or Dagobah it or da- Dagobah or Dagobah, either one. Okay, tomato, tomato. Fucking, uh, he ate all kinds of stuff on Dagobah. Um, let's see, so, some possibly some self-imposed dietary restrictions. Um, Pretty sure Yoda ate frogs. Can't remember where that was mentioned. Um, that was in. Uh, so Grogu eats them in Mando. Correct. Hang on now. Uh, Yoda has teeth, though. Like he had, he does have fangs, like sharp teeth. <laughs> um, That's all right. I, I imagine he eats because, like, when Grogu eats the eggs, it's like a swallows and they're like pills yeah he just like disturbed me when it happens because it he makes like a sucking sound yeah it's gross let's see uh he does chew on his stick for uh medicinal purposes huh it was given to him by the wookies it's called a gimmer stick and it is made of like a herbal like root and chew so we on just gotta for... poison the stick. Yeah, he's already chewing on it. I couldn't find out if Yoda himself was vegan or vegetarian. We do know that Grogu love him an egg, mm-hmm. and Yoda does have like sharp teeth, which generally implies a carnivore. Um, we could probably get away with the egg bomb. I, I I'm liking an I'm liking an egg plastic explosive scenario. Or... What if we replace one of those eggs? Remember in the opening of uh, Revenge of the Sith, the, the mm-hmm. space battle, the little yeah. buzz droids that yep. were they on like cling the wings. On. Yep. Yeah, they, they hung on to Obi-Wan and Anakin's ships. Mm-hmm. Replace one of the eggs with a tiny one of those. Very good. 
but he could force heal that though. He would like rip it out of himself and heal. Like it's got to be quick. Whatever we do has to be so quick that he can't heal from it. Right. Well, that's what I mean. As soon as that egg goes in the mouth, we're we're detonating. We don't got to even wait for a swallow. God, it would be like slime time on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Just green goo everywhere. I'm uh, God damn it. Um, a bomb is a good idea. I do feel like we have to explode Yoda. I don't know why. <laughs> explode a Yoda? I, I almost explode a Yoda has to happen. And I don't. It has to be sudden. That's the thing. You have to surprise him and it has to be like. And it has to be so final that he can't force heal from it. Because like. Exactly. Man. This is tougher than I would have thought. Rocket poison. I'm telling you. Even poison he'll be able to force heal from. We can't just poison. Well, even that he's a little swamp guy. I I mean, who knows even what poisons that thing? What Pokemon type is Yoda? I would almost say poison. <laughs> I know that's like on the nose, but I think I think most Jedi are like psychic fighting. Yeah, but most Jedi aren't a Yoda. Yoda's like ground poison, <laughs> swamp, it's psychic swampy. poison. Psychic poison be all right, or fairy poison. We see. Hold on, not to. I'm not. I'm just. Things are coming up. I'm not trying to change the subject. No, no. But now I'm thinking like weaknesses on typing. Mm-hmm. And does Yoda get force lightninged at any point? He does, right? He does get force lightninged. Um, but however, if he's expecting it, he did catch it when Dooku <laughs> shot it at him and absorbed it. Is there any chance that we can turn Yoda? Like we get to Yoda to the dark side. I don't know, man. If all right, if having everything he had ever built and every Jedi he had ever loved killed and taken from him in Order sixty six wasn't enough to do it, I don't know that anything will. I don't know. What if we get him to like? See, I don't. I don't think despair is the way that you get Yoda to the dark side. I think that fear is the way you get Yoda to the dark side fear i think yoda is able i think if we get yoda scared enough we can get him in there what scares yoda he's like unflappable man that's fair he's cool calm collected he is one iced motherfucker i mean hold on though because yoda cares about dooku he does dooku was his apprentice is there a way we can get that we can use Dooku to pull him to the dark side. Obi-Wan almost took him up on it. <clears throat> um, man, Dooku's, it, he's one persuasive guy. Christopher Lee was, rest in peace. Oh, so man. good. Dude, we should do a Patreon on Christopher Lee. I I think we talked about this before. I all right, there's the most interesting man in the world, and then there's Christopher Lee. I know. he's His life is just so crazy. Uh, insane. Um, man, he did care about Dooku. All right, so you, you should read the book Dark Rendezvous because okay. it takes place during the Clone Wars, and it is about Yoda confronting Dooku after Attack of the Clones, and like it's a lot of like head games, mind games type shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Dooku is like the only guy that can get Yoda to show up to a meeting on a planet like by himself alone. Like, so you may be onto something here. You may be barking up the right tree. Okay. I, I like to hear that. So we get Dooku to lure Yoda away. Yep. But how, so we're back into spring in a trap and I don't, I mean, rocket chair, I feel like, is a better trap than getting him on some planet. <laughs> we just bring him to a planet, and it's like, sit in the chair. <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> Comfrey, does, this chair does not look. I think I, think I will. Or, uh, how would he say, I think I, I'll stand? Stand, I think I will. Yeah, there you go. No, Yoda, come on. 
sit in the chair. <laughs> Just <laughs> trying to use mind tricks. I think I will. I do not. <laughs> uh, how good a pilot is Yoda? He's never shown to be an exceptional pilot. But he has had nine, almost like at the time of the prequels, like 850 something years. Jeez. More like 880 years. Yoda's, all right. Really can we just around. wait him out? <laughs> can we just wait? Is, is Yoda just like, can we just be like, yeah, he's going to die any day? <laughs> like, he's just so old. Yoda presents a lot of the same problems that Strahd von Zarovich presents. Sure. In that he is so old and has had so much time to master so many different skills and disciplines that it's hard to find an area that he's weak at. What if we use Dooku to find? So again, I'm going back to we're going to turn him. We got to okay. turn him. And Ben Bailey's in the cash cap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we. I think we need to find his either his planet or his family. See, this is hard because. Because it hasn't been done. This is uncharted territory. You talk, we right. talk about the unknown regions. This is uncharted territory. This is mm -hmm. like George Lucas intentionally avoided talking about this stuff. But Grogu exists. So there has to be a, a planet out then there. Again, yeah. Then again, we don't know. Do we just start like taking out planets with our Death Stars? I mean, now we're just the Empire and we lose. So we got to. Right. We got to walk that. We got to stay away from that. We we're not trying to control the galaxy. We are just trying to kill Yoda. <laughs> Only Yoda. All right. Palpatine was able to beat him in a straight up fight, force him to flee. Okay. So he can be beaten on a level playing field. He can. <sighs> the problem is, I don't know of anyone other than Palpatine that can do it because. <laughs> Anakin would be too inexperienced. Like, Anakin loses for sure. I mean, Anakin An loses to Obi-Wan. Right. Anakin loses. See, and the problem is if he had embraced his full power on the light side, Anakin is nigh unbeatable by just about anybody. I mean, he wiped the floor with Dooku in episode three. Mm -hmm. Even like he was skirting the dark side in that fight, but he, uh, I, I would say he was not even skirting. Yep. He was full on dressing. In um, fact, being egged on into yep. the dark side. Do it. Yep. Um, oh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate how accurate that just was. <laughs> Yuck. Unlimited power. Okay, I've got it. Okay. I've got it. A soul has a sword or whatever. Yep. Yoda canonically in Soul Calibur. Facts, actually. Yoda Exist is in, in Soul the Soul Calibur universe. Soul Calibur 4, I want to say, or 5? I thought it was 3, but I constantly get them mixed up. Hey, all I know is a soul desires a sword, and a sword desires truth. Okay, so all we need... Is to get Yoda's soul edge, and it'll corrupt him? Perfect. So how do we get Yoda to grab soul edge? Even better. How do we get Yoda to grab the one ring? <laughs> okay. How, how does this even happen though? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking What's of the most this <laughs> I'm just thinking of the most corrupting things in fiction. Is there a way that we can use Soul Calibur? No, Soul Calibur is the good one. We need Soul Edge. Oh, we do need Soul Edge. So we got to get Nightmare on our side. Hmm. Nightmare just murders us. Yeah, man. Every all roads lead to rocket chair. That's <laughs> our best idea yet. I'm sorry. Oh, what a save! What a save! What a save! <laughs> um, let's go back to droids. Droids seem good. I mean, no. As they much seem as bad, I hate, but that's as much as I good. hate droids, it gets around a lot of the issues that Yoda presents. Yoda, yeah. 
What if we strap a bunch of, I'm using rockets. Rockets are the answer. So what if we strap a bunch of rockets to a thousand gonk droids and we position them all around (laughs) our gonk droids will blot out the sun. Exactly. We position them all around the high council chambers, which by the way, covered in windows, terrible design for security. Yep. And we point them at the windows and we're going to, simultaneously engage our thousand gonk droids as yeah, torpedoes they're gonna see that coming though is there the anything they can works, do about it the, yeah they How, can use the force and knock them off course our gonk droids will blot out the sun mike <laughs> we need a limited number of them to get through Look, you have to defend against a thousand gonk droids. We only need to get one in. <laughs> right, exactly. Check You're gonna Leonidas them. Um so we need a distraction and a thousand gonk droids. What about hear me out. Mm-hmm. We let him get to Dagobah. Okay. And then we, we gotta take... find him though. Yeah. You've you've played the Halo games, right? The campaigns? Yes. Glass the planet. Okay. The Empire had a precedent for doing that. It was called a base Delta Zero. And they get a fleet of Star Destroyers and just bombard the planet into a heap of molten slag. Yeah, but like what? Between Revenge between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. What Empire? Yeah. When we see Yoda again, what, twenty plus years go by? Sure. And the Empire presumably Never found him. I mean, and I guess they're looking. They have to be looking for him. They know he lives. Oh yeah, Palpatine know, knows that he lives. Yep, Palpatine knows he and Obi Wan are out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So, are we assuming we don't know he's on Dagobah, or are we assuming we know he's on Dagobah? Well, I, I think we would have to justify knowing somehow, and I don't know how we would know. The Empire failed to do it. Now, I'm not saying the Empire is perfect. They never came well, up with a rocket chair, so if, they're not if, perfect. But if if we're Jedi janitors, we can read his diary and be like, Dagobah, I will go to if hit the fan shit ever does. We can who read makes, his Yoda diary. Who makes if we the can, X-Wings? What's that? Who makes X-Wings? Uh, the Incom Corporation. Okay, so we just need to get jobs at Incom. Mm-hmm. And we Not start... hard to do because they were owned by the Empire. Perfect. So we have trackers on all X-Wings. Yep. And then we just got to be able to figure out how to track Luke to Dagobah. Okay. That's assuming some scrappy rebel doesn't go over Luke's X-Wing with a fine-tooth comb and say, hey, you know this is transmitting every hyperspace jump you make back to Incom Corporation? And he's like, oh, shit, we should probably get that fixed. You can't jailbreak an X-Wing. Everyone knows that. There's a real chance it gets bricked. (laughs) Like, you'll just brick your X-Wing. You can't take the Incom. It's like a Tesla. You can't take the Incom software out of it. Look. We're going to buy Twitter. It's going to be fine. Fuck. <laughs> We're gonna buy the holonet. We're gonna charge people eight credits to be verified. God damn it. Um see if we can find him on Dagobah and just raise the planet to the ground, that's nope. an easy one. Totally agree. But we can't find him on Dagobah. <laughs> yeah, the Empire was unable to do it. I don't know how we're gonna do it. Right. I like I like the Tesla X Wing system, I'll say that. Man, we need to do a whole Patreon episode on all the different like rebel spaceships because there's some crazy ones out there. I always liked the when I played uh, Rogue Squadron, Hell the of first a game. one. Hell of a game. Uh, I think it was the dub, the U-Wing, maybe? Which one were you talking about? It's vaguely wedge-shaped. It almost looks like a stealth bomber. Uh, that one was my favorite. Might be a U-wing, maybe. Did, V-wing? Did it have the cluster missiles? I don't fucking remember. Did it have the boosters? Did it go super fast? No, I'm gonna assume. Uh, I, I always just liked the look of it. If I'm honest. Sure. Rogue Squadron 64 ship list. 
I'm about to find it. Yep. Well, in the meantime, uh, while we vamp, go listen to the Lego Yoda <laughs> death sound again. <laughs> uh, it is a... Come on. Uh, dude, I played this game back to front. If you can tell me a little more about the ship, I will be able to tell you. It's a V-Wing. Yes. That ship was awesome. One of my absolute favorites. Love that Love ship. a V-Wing. Unfortunately, it does not help us find and kill Yoda. But does not. Yep. <sighs> Yoda doesn't like the cold, right? I have no idea. Is that a Clone Wars thing? I'm not sure. Why do I think Yoda gets cold? Because he's old. Old people have bad circulation. I swear Yoda doesn't like the cold. Mm. Is, it, my is he on Hoth? <laughs> <laughs> oh mm, my God. Last my nipples could. <laughs> that is, oh, Yoda nipples is a weird thing that I never needed to hear in the same sentence. Why does that sound like a, like a fucking ska album title? <laughs> Yoda nipples is a ska album title. It, that has to exist already. <laughs> Uh, he's not on Hoth because that's where Obi-Wan appears to Luke and says, you must go to the Dagobah system and learn from Yoda, the Jedi mm-hmm. master who instructed me. And Luke's like, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ben's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell happened to you? I'm going to go play baseball at Cody's house. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a deep, deep cut. That is a deep cut, man. <laughs> Oh, boy. Cold. Why do I feel like he doesn't like the cold? Uh, psychic or poison types aren't weak to ice. I don't know where you're There we go. This. Rocket chair, man. Rocket chair is the answer. <laughs> All roads lead to rocket chair. God, well, because I don't know that there's a better way to do it. There's not. Rocket chair. And it's so easy for us to achieve. Because is we it... achieve it by failing at being Jedi. Yeah, which I can easily do. Done it my whole life, frankly. Yep. No matter how hard I've tried, and believe me, I've tried. Um, all right, freaking a. All right, let's flesh out. Let's flesh out the rocket chair plan a little bit. Okay. God, I have been waiting for you to say this. <laughs> all right, so we show up to the Jedi Temple and want to get tested for Force sensitivity, and mm-hmm. we beg and we plead, and they finally test us out, and they're like, "Sorry, guys, you have like." Mike, you have zero metachlorians. Cody, you have three. Not 3,000, not 300,000. You have three. I'll take, I'm proud of every single one of those. That's right. All three of them. Unfortunately, you don't meet the metachlorian count to be Jedi. So uh, best we can give you guys, you can be a janitor, you can be a cook, you can be a steward, you can be the receptionist, you can be like a secretary. You know, what do you want to do at the Jedi Temple? And we're like, oh, janitors. and, And you know what? Facilities, maintenance. Perfect. Yep. Hey, when all you have is a hydro span and everything, we gotta act like, mad about it. Yep. Yeah, oh, we gotta be darn. Dis- ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the first F bomb in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Those are episodes we have to do that I constantly think about. Yep. But the one F bomb in movies. Yep. If you could do one F bomb, well, and we'd have to divide it up by series too. Yep. Like one F bomb in all of Star Wars, one F bomb in Lord of the Rings, one F bomb in Harry Potter. Yep. I already know mine for Harry Potter, but um. <laughs> did you put your fucking name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> no, it's when him when uh, Hermione decks Malfoy. That felt fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good too. Yeah. Anyway, so we've already flunked out of being Jedi. We mm-hmm. take jobs in Jedi Temple maintenance. From there, we eventually work our way up to uh, cleaning the council chamber and. You know, we can put an out of order sign on the door, you know, ma- regular maintenance, chair, chair maintenance, uh, lighting panel maintenance, window washing, whatever. Yep. We go in and we put some like solid fuel slam rockets in Yoda's chair and we program them to respond to a signal from one of our communicators, one of our comics. Yep. And then... Uh, we let them back into the council chamber. Everything is bright and shiny and new. Everything is cleaned up. And uh, we would have to hide our emotions from 12 of the most powerful Jedi to ever live. This Wait, is but we don't even need to be there at that point. Like, never once do we see the Jedi cleaners that presumably have to exist. That's true. 
you have a good point. Never once do we see the Jedi maintenance. <laughs> right. And we have a pretty okay. good eye on the Jedi. We have a very good eye on the Jedi. <laughs> Throughout the movies. So like, I think we can assume it's easy enough for us to get the job done and leave without drawing too much suspicion. Man. And then we wait till we know they're in a council meeting. Which we can see in because the whole fucking thing is made of glass. Yeah, but there's like a no fly zone around the temple for like a mile and a half. So you're telling me there's a clear line of sight. We can just have a telescope and and see. That's true. I guess um, I guess they can see the temple on fire from Anakin and Padme's apartment in Revenge of the Sith. So all we got to do is get in Anakin's apartment with a telescope. <laughs> oh, my. What are you doing here? Shut up, Rico. <laughs> I think that's perfect. So we get a clear line of sight. We know that Yoda's in the in chair. Because all we see are his big green ears poking over the sides of his fucking bowl. To, the only thing there. that could that we could screw this up, assuming that we're, again, bad at, at using the Force, we have to make sure it's not a hologram. A hologram of Yoda, right. Because it always fucks me up to that in those movies that Yoda is still in the chair when he's a hologram. Right. You know, we got to make sure that, well, and we'd be in maintenance. So we would have access to like flight plans and schedules and comings and goings. Liking that. We we need need to be able to work on the Jedi temple shuttles. So we would know when Yoda's Yoda's shuttle or Yoda's fighter is back in the hangar. Yep. But even then, like Yoda's going to Senate meetings, right? So like we would know, his schedule we'd have access to it at least it. at least we would know when he's on world like that's all yeah. we really need to know is right. like is he on if, planet if he's on planet yes. and there's a council meeting pretty he's gonna be he's there gonna yeah he's right be there. and then deploy the rocket chair <laughs> <laughs> that and it's only like an eight foot ceiling the odds of yoda being able to react from that reclined position in that chair in that ice cream cream scoop of a chair hang on all right, I'm on Wikipedia mm-hmm. reading about oh the High Council chamber, okay? And I thought you were enough. about to say High Council chairs, and I was going to lose my fucking mind if Wikipedia had. Let's see here. Layout. Uh, hollow projector. There's a small lobby. No, it doesn't really talk about... Uh, like dimensions? Is that what you're looking for? No, it for? doesn't really... T- oh, and, well, and dude, and it even said, there's, there's a thing on Wikipedia here. The council floor, which had once been polished regularly showed signs of poor upkeep and constant use during the Clone Wars. We're in. We're in like Flynn, baby. We're so in. It needs to be cleaned. In we are. In we are. Rockets there shall be. (laughs) Pimped out, Yoda's chair will become. (laughs) I'm shocked. I mean, you guys need to go look and see. Like, look at a picture of Yoda's chair. It looks like a rocket. It's got the little, like, nodes around the base. Yep. That thing's going to the moon. Oh, man. There's a ton of, uh, there's a ton of backstory on the Jedi Temple. It's not a crazy secure building, apparently. Like, there were a series of robberies and attacks at the temple before episode one. Like, this shit's going down, man. It's, uh, it's going down for real. We can do this. We can definitely do this. I fuck. I think rocket chair might be the move. Rocket chair is the move. All roads leads to rocket chair. I think that's exactly. I mean, at the risk of being like Dr. Eggman levels of contrived or villain, like Mm. this is a very Eggman villain scheme, but like, I think it's really achievable and has a high (laughs) success rate. Well, and that's the thing with a guy like Yoda is you need, if you come at Yoda seriously, he's going to hand you your ass 10 times out of 10. Yep. You need to come at Yoda with something wacky and off the wall. Yep. Like, like there's, we need to, there's, there's no reason for him to expect that there are rockets on his chair. God, my mind, I'm fucked up, man. (laughs) My, my brain, my brain was like, what if we put a bomb in a youngling's teddy bear that we know he gives to Yoda every day for Yoda to like pat on the head and give a hug to? The younglings were definitely, I was trying to stay away from this, but it's a definite weak spot. If we can turn the kids against Yoda, 
give the kids like something that like what's the fucking uh resident evil virus uh the t-virus yeah give the kids the t-virus and just have them go feral on yoda in the fucking planetarium room it's not it's not a bad not a bad plan the only thing is okay is this how we turn yoda to the dark side do we t-virus the kids make yoda kill a bunch of kids and then grief him about it (laughs) just troll him on every message board he's on. I know what I, you did. <laughs> I think that's the problem. Uh, well, we just got to record it and release it on Space Twitter. Which Getting cyberbullied, I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take away his verification. Uh, oh, my God. But, like, that's that's what ultimately, like, screws over Anakin, basically, is when he kills all the younglings, he's on camera. Yep. Like, so, we T-virus the kids. We... Tell Yoda that the kids are T-virused. You got to go save them. We're just the janitors. We can't do anything. Right. Were the janitors so easy to spread the T-virus? Man, but where do we... All right, there's a, there's got to be a Star Wars equivalent. I can find it. Um, we'll pull it from KOTOR, Rat Ghoul Disease. There we go. Okay. Turns got... the kids into like rabid, like zombie monsters. Perfect. There's an outbreak in the temple. Yoda, we need your help. Kill the younglings, I will not. Yeah, that's the that's exactly where I just was in my head and why I stopped. Is See, that... no. Oh, we're back to rocket chair again. God A damn rocket, it. All roads lead to rocket chair. <laughs> I, I do like our gonk droids will blot out the sun, though, too. <laughs> oh, man, that's like some Mad Max Star Wars shit. A warlord who just uses gonk droids. I love that. I have, they're kind of rocket. They're kind of torpedo shaped as it is. They're they're trash bin shaped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they sand off the corners, sharpen the gonk droids. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and then the, Folks, you know they're more rocket like. You're not wrong, but I think rocket chair still wins. Hell yeah! I'm so happy that rocket chair is where we ended up. <laughs> I think it works. I think that's how we get Yoda. Oh God! It's the, quote. <laughs> I mean, it's the easiest way to take advantage of like knowing where he is, and it's something that he was not going to expect. And there are ways that we've talked about to make him not see it coming, and like, to, no one's inspecting the chair. To quote Anakin after he kills Mace Windu, "What have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> I do think if there's a way to poison the stick, too, there's a real opportunity if he's chewing that stick. You can't, though, because Force Heal is going to completely counteract the poison. Almost certainly. Hmm. Unless it's like a neurotoxin that, like, kills him instantly, which is really fucking rare. Yeah, that's tough. Poison is not the answer. You're right. I don't mind C4 Explosive Egg, though, either. No, Explosive Egg is a close second to Rocket Chair, but... He might be a vegetarian. Yeah, but do... Uh, what if he's like a pescatarian? He eats fish. Eggs. Okay. I can see it. I still think Rocket Chair has a higher success rate. It does. I, I can't... I'm having a hard time coming up with anything other than Rocket Chair. Especially because I love the idea of Rocket Chair. <laughs> I think we kill Yoda using rockets in his Jedi Council chair. And... I don't think that's a sentence that I've ever said before in my life. (laughs) And I hope you're happy because now I'm questioning a lot of things about Star Wars. (laughs) Does Rocket Chair... Look out for the sequel episode of Does Rocket Chair Alter Star Wars? All all roads lead to Rocket Chair. Folks, if you think you have a better way to kill Yoda, uh, let us know in the comments. I... (sighs) Yeah, we goosed him. It worked for Goose and Top Gun. It's going to work for Yoda and Star Wars. I, we did it, but I don't like it. I'm not happy about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, folks, let us know in the comments. If Rocket Chair beats Yoda, if you think you have a better way than Rocket Chair, uh, let us know if uh, Lego Yoda Death Sound.mp3 is your new text tone. Um, <laughs> and if not, it should be. If not, it should be. Until next time, my name's Mike. And I'm Cody. And this has been Shouting Into the Void, or Yoda Into the Ceiling.
Doctor, are you incapable of restraining yourself? Or do you take pride in being an insufferable no-till? Ludicrous speed. Sparks are flying from both teams. That's it, man. Game over, man.